News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the 2022 Corruption Perception Index has been released today and shows Ireland to be less affected by corruption than the UK for the first time in 25 years. It also puts us in the top 10. We're 10th out of 180 countries as well. Um, despite the good news, Transparency International Ireland are warning we have no room for complacency. The Chief Executive of the Irish Chapter, John Devitt, joins us now. Uh, John, it sounds like we're in the top 5%, but you still think there are causes for concern? Yeah, uh, well, I should note that the, the index is um has our performance on the index has improved since 2012 gradually but this is the first year that we've noticed a significant jump or or improvement in our our performance year on year as you said it's the first time we've we've finished above the UK in 25 years and the first time ever that we've we've finished ahead of Canada and Australia i think that's in large part because of the absence of a major controversy that's attracted international attention uh, unlike uh, 98 99 when ireland suffered a, a sharp drop in, in in our score uh we haven't seen the kind of um coverage of uh, or revelations of corruption rather that the tribunals exposed um yeah. and the man tribunal concluded that corruption was systemic in local government and politics back in uh, the 80s and 90s um that notwithstanding, we've had our fair share of controversies and we're, we're undergoing a few right now, or we've just seen a few in the last few weeks, the last few months involving failures to disclose financial interest by ministers, uh, failures to disclose uh, donation, political campaign donations and, and expenses. But they're not at the same level as that they were back in the late 1990s and certainly not attracting the same kind of attention that uh, events in, in Westminster and Whitehall have, 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 have received recently. So I think, I think a lot of our Irish politicians w- w- would argue that some of those things were omissions and errors rather than any sign of, of corruption. What kind of data do you analyse in order to, to put us sort of ranked on a list like this? Yeah, it, it uses the index isn't uh, it, 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 we, we, it's not a survey itself, but it's a survey of surveys or a poll of polls. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're we're aggregating data from eight separate surveys conducted by uh, risk analysts and uh, experts uh, from eight different think tanks and, and agencies. And they're looking at the likelihood of uh, corruption in public contracts or um, when business people encounter public officials, uh, they're asking them whether they've been uh, solicited for a bribe in the previous year. We're, we're not perceived to encounter that, that kind of corruption to the same extent that many of our European Union um, counterparts indeed are. And that's reflected in public surveys, which we conducted in the past, including the Global Corruption Barometer, which found that the vast majority of the Irish public have not encountered corruption in their daily lives. It's fairly rare that you'd be encountered, you'd be asked by a member of the Gardaí, for example, for, for, for a payment or a doctor sure. or a nurse. That's quite common in other parts of the European Union, in Greece or Romania. One in five people say they've, they've been asked for a bribe. Uh, it's not to say, however, that we, we don't have a corruption problem here. We clearly do. The Gardaí are invest, investigating a number of cases even within the Garda itself and the Garda Commissioner, deserves some credit for for acknowledging the scale of the problem. It's not. It, it's, it's something that every country encounters. There's no no country on the index, even those at the very top, including Denmark, uh, are free of corruption. And we need to to take a risk based approach to tackling the problem by by 
reforming the way in which, in, in Ireland in particular, reforming the way in which our public officials um, disclose information, uh, share it with the Standards of Public Office Commission. Currently, that that that's out, that that system is outdated. Our, our ethics laws haven't been um, haven't been reformed in over twenty years. And meaning that we're, we're and apparently we're prone our, to... our, our SIPO system. I mean, we've seen heard a lot about SIPO of late. It, apparently, it's not really fit for purpose. It's very it, archaic and how how it's how it's exactly, organised yeah. itself, and it's complex and it's convoluted. Lastly, John, if there was say two things that we could do to move us further up these rankings, what would you advise us to do? Well, firstly, an, enact legislation that was promised on the back of the Man Tribunal Public Sector Standards Bill 2015 came about as a result of extensive consultations and research. There's no reason why that couldn't have been restored or New Ethics Act couldn't be fast-tracked and, and, and passed as, as a matter of urgency. And, and secondly, I think we need to do far more to tackle uh, corruption um, involving the proceeds of, of corruption from overseas. Our financial services sector is is very vulnerable to the laundering of the proceeds of corruption here. Billions of euros are likely to be moving through um, our banks and financial services sector, um, and we need to do far more to open up our companies to to scrutiny, to public scrutiny. And um, the Register of Beneficial Ownership was closed to journalists and civil society organisations recently. Opening that up would make it much harder for people to hide uh, the world's dirty money here. John Devitt, Chief Executive of the Irish Chapter of Transparency International. Thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.